Hello and welcome to episode three of the Xbox Era podcast. It's uh, we've we've settled on a cadence now. It's going to be a bi-weekly thing, and I'm here with the usual camaraderie and crew of Funknown, Special Ed, and Kyronaut. Um, yeah, here we are. Here we are again. Technological uh, foibles this morning and trying to get this damn thing to record in a decent way, notwithstanding. <laughs> How this are is, this is recording an hour and a half later than it was meant to. <laughs> Considering I got up at 4.30 yeah, nice. for this. Yeah, that's, we uh, spent more time prepping it than we did, than we're probably going to have recording it. I, I feel I th- I feel that this is the worst for Funknown, because for you it's like, what, it's got to be half one right now for you? Uh, 1.35. <laughs> this is going to be a 20 minute podcast. This one. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. If I just disappear from the camera and lean back, you know, don't mind me. We'll be like, fun <laughs> don't mind, yeah. <laughs> That's why he's got the hat on this time to cover the fact that he's sleeping. <laughs> My eyes, they're still closed. Uh, you'll just hear like murmuring in his sleep, like, oh, remove radar from Halo. No radar. <laughs> you know me too well. It'll be fine. You, it, you, 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 Bungie people have been arguing 12, for that for years, and Bungie didn't give it to you. Three, four, three isn't going to give it to you either. Come on now. No, they're not. Uh, you never That's know. why they I play SWAT. A, they made a change with what? um the HCS radar. That's a good uh, step in the right direction. Is that where it's sound mm-hmm. only? So like, it's sound uh, and abilities that you appear. Spartan abilities and sprinting. Yeah, and that shooting, makes sense. Obviously. I think that's a good compromise. Um. What you guys? Okay. What you guys been playing? You playing anything new? Playing anything fun? Uh, Anyone? You know, video games. That thing that we we talk about a lot. Do we play any of them? I don't do know. we play video games? I don't, I don't know. know. I, I just think I talk more about them on I... reset error than I do anything else. <laughs> I just go to the Halo thread. <laughs> I don't think I've gone with anything new, but I have gone back in preparation for Modern Warfare. I'm trying to finish off Call of Duty World War Two. Oh, okay. Nice. Um, yeah, my save file corrupted like two years ago and I never bothered going back. So <laughs> I've decided <laughs> to go back and I'm doing my veteran run, which there is a go. bitch. And nice. um, the usual Rocket League, which I play you basically play that every day. a lot. I, every time I, like, I play it, wake up, I see like Ed's playing Rocket League over and I over. I think over. On, on Xbox alone, I think I'm on about a thousand hours. Jesus. Switch, I'm probably on... 100 and then ps4 probably another i don't know 50 or so but yeah a lot of rocket league what uh, and rocket a bit league. of paw patrol what what playstation t-shirt are you wearing today ed you, it's you, not playstation you, it's is, the legend of zelda uh oh yeah the the contrast was coming out that's a cool t-shirt i'm all for it rocking the uh yeah odst jazz fest right now with the saxima boom love it um <laughs> I've been playing. What have I been playing? Um, oh, that's cool. That is cool. See it the little touch. Metroid. Nice. Is that a gaff? Nice. Is that a gaff logo? Yeah, you put I a little. <laughs> you put some tape yeah. over it. <laughs> but it's still a. It's still a cool shirt though. It yeah. was. Yeah, it was. The Metroid one. Though. Yeah. <laughs> I still... Don't worry. We won't reveal your true allegiances here. Yeah. Into that, God, it's, that that has become a cesspool. I, I I ventured back in there just just curious. It's a shame because in in Gaff just before it all erupted, I finally earned a custom member tag, which was number one dad, which I absolutely loved. <laughs> and it's it's gone, it's gone. I'll never I'll Damn never go it. back there. So, ugh. ugh. I've been playing. I um, have a tag on Gaff now. Do you? What's your tag? Cuck. Yeah. 
It's it's AKA my alt account name. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh girl. What is your alt account name? Uh, I had special ed from back in 2007 and then Special Ed got banned, got perma banned, and then I had about I don't know ten different alts over a few years, and one of them <laughs> stuck, which was Collingwood, <laughs> and that's the one that stayed. Oh, didn't you have a little bird? A little yep. birdie, the magpie, yeah. but he's given me Special Ed back. I I admitted to the alt, and he was okay with it. Yeah, there you go. And he gave me my original account back. Nice. Congrats. Uh, I never use where you are today. (laughs) (laughs) Um, In a better spot for sure, honestly. Yeah, definitely. Like, for everything that that it kind of could be improved, it's still way better than Gaff. (laughs) Um, uh, What else have you guys been playing? Video games, yeah, that's that's what we're talking about. Mario Maker, anybody? No, no Mario Maker, but I've been seeing a lot of weird videos of, like, players making calculators or freaking uh, Mm. in-game, like, dungeon crawlers or whatever, like, old-school dungeon crawlers and... I holy shit i saw some viral video and it was like it was a ridiculously hard mario maker level where he was constantly avoiding like these giant spinning arms and it just was titled how to you know trying to avoid offending someone in 2019 and it's just like that too accurate <laughs> it's an accurate uh, uh, description but speaking of complex things and really simple games i've been playing a lot of minecraft recently so I saw that. it's that's had a been little fun. bit it's had a little bit of a resurgence in my group as well and i think microsoft uh in general has had a bit of a resurgence in minecraft like there's been a lot of big streamers going back yeah. to it right yeah and uh we uh i purchased a realm for my friend me and my friends to like hang out on and it's honestly like super convenient being able to just have a server that i don't have to maintain hardware for that i don't have to like set up connections for you just pay eight bucks a month and you get that you get a fucking private server. You can't put like a lot of people on it. I think the max is ten at a time. That's still pretty but good. It's still if you have a small group of friends and you guys play Minecraft occasionally, it's not a bad investment for eight bucks. Yeah, I I I, I run a server for uh, Wreckfest, and that's pretty much pretty much the only thing I've been playing. I have been a bit bummed out lately. Like I, I as people know, I've stand pretty hard for uh, Sea of Thieves this gen. I think it's. It's hands down the most fun I've had in video game form with friends in in forever, um, and uh, you know my my old crew and I we we ragged that thing pretty right. You know we we've played a lot, like easily over five hundred hours of Sea of Thieves since it launched, and they <laughs> they announced all this new stuff and the monthly updates. And arguably, and I get it from their perspective, the new stuff is kind of the old stuff just with a, a new label and a new kind of thing to a new twist mm-hmm. and and i'm like guys you want to jump back in and they're all like nah i'm kind of burnt out on it and i'm like oh and no no one wants to play anymore so i need to hit up um sukia uh on 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 our little crew and because and, i know he still plays sea of thieves and see if i can eke my way into the crew maybe throw someone else overboard i don't know but i miss playing what, that game what kind of yeah. boat are you it's a galleon. It's a galleon crew. Oh, a galleon! <clears throat> I'm all about that brig. Yeah, the briggy's cool. Like, if there's only three of us, but the briggy's like the the best ship, I think, because it's fastest and and most easy to kind of get everyone doing everything. But it's a bit of a bitch to 
fix at times. But yeah, it's yeah. A, it's I've I've really enjoyed that game, and I I want to see Rare do more with it. Um, and, and it's a kind of a good segue. So I wanted to give a quick shout out actually while I'm here. Um, to so last week we we spoke about it in the podcast, the XboxEra.com website launching, which is mostly to host this, um, but also for us to post. Uh, thoughts, opinions, news, articles, etc. Everything Xbox and, and MS related. Um, we've got a crew that are behind the scenes that aren't just us four that uh, are posting articles and, and, and things as they come up and writing opinion pieces. Um, so massive shout out to Slicer Dicer for his epic. Suka Brood. Suka Brood and Proven. Uh, Proven Deadly from all from Reset Era and from the Xbox Era community. They are putting some work in, and it's it's awesome to read as well and see it see it sort of come to life. So again, you know, for those listening, if you've got thoughts and opinions that you think are important for us to know about, give us a shout on the Discord. We can set you up on the, on the website if you want to share something and put some put some pen to paper digitally, so to speak. Um, but did you guys read Slicer's uh, Gears Gears Tech Test? impressions i thought it was i haven't yet really really in depth it was really good it's on my reading list but uh i have not yet read it sorry slice <laughs> i'll get to it you'll get to it um but i haven't gotten it there how did, how did you guys uh, feel i skimmed through it i saw some of the clips so it was pretty uh his, pretty cool. his gifts are are literally the nuts like he's he's, yeah. he's too good at that game i would not want to come up against him in a in a pvp environment did you guys uh, did you guys enjoy the Gears Five tech test from what you played of it? Arcades, I like arcade mode. I, th- I think we ta- I think we talked about this last week. We too. did, yeah. We did. Yeah. We were I, one week uh, in. One week arcade in. mode still sucks. Arcade mode still sucks. No, it ranked doesn't. is the best. Shut up. <laughs> Sorry. Wrong. I mean, the Nasher Fest is Gears, and no, I like not. it. Yes, it is. It's always been Gears. I think Epic tried a, to change it a wild years idea. ago. I think that Both the fact that exist, I think the fact that they're trying to change that meta is a good thing. But we've got we've got Gamescom <clears> coming up, so and, and they've revealed that not only are they going to be doing the Horde reveal, but apparently an exclusive campaign trailer I hear is is on the card. So is this a sign that Rod definitely listened to the feedback in our podcast and was like, hmm, these guys are right. I better show some campaign footage, or do we think it was the plan all along and it's going to be like a minute and a half of of brief cutscene trailer type things and it will be probably back to horde mode I, i'm leaning towards the latter i think it's gonna be yeah, probably a, a literally like a blink oh you missed it sorry but how cool well, of a story speaking... would be if they don't show nothing but the game turns out to be phenomenal and That's... then in the end everybody starts praising the games like you don't need to show the whole game pre-release for it to be good yeah that's I, what i'm hoping I, right. I, I that hope anyway. that that's the case because I don't understand. Speaking of Gears, though, did you all see the uh, limited edition One X? Yes, it looks gorgeous. I did, yeah. But I'm not dropping God damn. 450 quid. Yeah, on no one in their right mind should be dropping like that much money a year this before... close to Scarlet's launch. No. Like, yep. no. Put your money towards <laughs> the next console. Don't be dumb. Yeah, Come I don't on, know. Man. I'm thinking about buying it. It looks beautiful. It looks beautiful, but if you're planning on playing it and not keeping it in its spot, keeping it in its box for ten fucking years so you can get that massive ten thousand dollar check, then you're dumb. Yeah, I I, I can't well, justify like and, and and arguably like Gears is fun, but it's not a franchise that I am like 
you know, like absolutely pumped for. Saying that, I'm all for the campaign uh, being excellent. I've been playing through four recently with a friend. And I think I wrote four off when I first played it. I was just a bit like, nah, you know, it was a bit of a tired retread. It didn't do anything particularly new or exciting. It wasn't the best. But I, I've recently picked up new toy brag, stealth brag right now, uh, a 32 by 9 monitor. And Gears 4 supports super ultra-wide resolution. So I've been playing it on ultra in cool. super wide. And nice. holy shit, cool. it is awesome to play. Um, and it's 144 hertz monitor as well, so I've been, I've been getting an absolutely blistering frame rate. It's all free sync. Um, yeah, super super impressed with it. So it now makes me more excited from an ultra wide perspective because I saw that Gears Five is obviously going to support all that. See if Thieves supports all that. All the new Halo, well, all the old Halos on PC are going to support super ultra wide. There were some screenshots linked from. 343 where they had and it's proper super wide because a lot of developers they'll support the res but you'll have your huds in each corner like you would in a normal monitor and for super ultra ride on halo i saw that they brought all the hud to the center of the screen but you've still got all that wonderful fov to mm. soak it in so yeah i've been i've been in been enjoying super ultra wide gaming it's uh it's legit it is legit i only hope that when the console launches next year for scarlet that they include this kind of thing because they've talked about including so much more and right now the one x does variable refresh rate and things like that right so yeah. i i do wonder are we going to see microsoft lean into their pc world and go hey here's super ultra wide support here's 144 hertz support who knows i should i would be great if they did but i have a feeling it would only be for first party titles right i can Probably. maybe the Maybe there are gears in Halo marketing is just going to be getting Ninja to stream it on Mixer. Probably, <laughs> I've, I've noticed the adverts. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a good segue. They they bought Ninja, so they're not just acquiring studios now. They're acquiring streamers to get down with the kids, yo. It's hard to argue it wasn't a smart move, though. No, I mean that got everyone talking about Mixer, and Mixer's great. I think I think it's more feature rich than Twitch. Um, but there's just no mm. one on it. I still think it's not like it's better than it was, but I'm still not sure it's ready for prime time myself. But yeah. So going back to Gamescom, though, uh, what I actually have a question for all of you guys: What is probably your most anticipated outside of Gears, most anticipated title to see more info at Gamescom? Hope, hopefully, because me personally. It's Age of Empires. Yeah, and I know someone. I know someone in the YouTube comments on the last episode uh, was disappointed yes. that we didn't mention it. Uh, but honestly, I didn't think it bared mentioning at the time when we didn't know anything. Nothing was really coming. Yeah. No, nothing. It wasn't coming in the immediate future. Yep. To talk about it, really. Uh, but Gamescom, I really want Microsoft to show more off of that game. Well, yeah. the studio's really not even official yet, is it? Well, it's official. It just uh, hasn't got a name. It's yeah, it's official. It's just not a name. No name yet. It's, it's just okay. the Age of Empire Studio. Uh, but throwing it to you guys, what's your most anticipated title outside of Gears or Age Four to like see at Gamescom? Hopefully, <sighs> Streets of Rage Four. Yeah, it's a good blast <laughs> from the past. <laughs> yeah, uh, Streets, Streets of Rage of Four. Rage. Did they announce Xbox for that? I can't no, but it's going to come out on Xbox. It's not going to be an issue. Yeah, it will yeah. come out. I'll probably get that. Then. I'll probably get that on Switch though. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. I will... Double A. 
Buy it twice, Xbox oh, and Switch. Double dip. Hey, if it comes to Game Pass at launch, you don't have to worry. I think that's one of the biggest uh, things for me now as I look at games that come out, and if, especially if there's smaller titles, I think, give it six months. <laughs> It'll be yeah. here. Someone will, someone will do it. Or anything from Square Enix that doesn't meet their kind of weirdly astronomical sales requirement. Uh, oh, that'll, yeah. that'll, that'll come. I'll have that. But, what, um, about, uh, what about you two, Seek and uh, Funknown? What's your most anticipated thing to look forward to at Gamescom? For me, it has to be Battletoads. Going back to last episode. Sorry, we killed it. We killed Battletoads, dude. Instead. You did, but I'm keeping it alive. I'm telling you. It's going to be a fun game. And if it's not, it's not. But you know what? I have to know. Yeah. I've been wanting this game to return in other rare IP for so long where at least they're giving it a shot. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe it'll become an indie, like a, a small indie hit. Yeah it, yeah, it could become a little cult classic, you know. Like as I think, as long as they lean into it being bastard hard, then you know, much like Cuphead, oh. Cuphead got a lot of attention because of uh, their art style and the and the work they did. And small mention, did you see that Cuphead's getting a Netflix animated series? I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like that could cool. be cool. <laughs> as long as it's done in that art that could style, be really like, cool. yeah, really, really nifty. I'm I'm impressed, and it's not necessarily a cartoon for kids, which is interesting. So I'm curious as to how how mature that might get. Um, I mean, for me, Gamescom, um, you know, Microsoft typically they play it quite understated. Every Gamescom, um, I don't think this year is going to be any different. We might see some age age four stuff. We might we're definitely going to see some gear stuff, but I don't think we're going to see anything out there uh, from them. One thing I would I would love to see more of is Flight Simulator. Um, oh yeah, there just, we go. Just because. Like a small part of me thinks, yeah, cool, flight simulator, wicked. You know, like I'll give it a go because I've got some some sticks for it and stuff. But then, yeah. then another smaller voice in my head says, "Remake Crimson Skies, you cowards!" Using that technology, and then and then you know we'll have a really cool AAA Crimson Skies. But it's probably not going to happen. But I would be interested yeah. in seeing more from Flight Simulator, uh, just just to try it out because I'm I'm mostly curious like that. That's not a game I'm like super hyped about, but I'm like, well, there's got to be something interesting. There's got to be a hook for people to be able to pull that off. Much like Euro Truck Simulator, uh, you know, like driving from one know. end of the Does, country to the other. Has Flight Simulator ever had a hook? Well, it's a super it's niche. A it's a super niche genre, right? Like, I mean, the, the hook was the hook was that uh, it was so accurate that freaking the Air Force would people use it. The to Air fly. Force, the Army would use it. Yeah, mm. they'd use it to train pilots. So. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, maybe try and take it the Forza route. Yeah. Where it's like a pure simulator, but customization. You have different, like, assigned flights you take your planes on, stuff like that. No multiplayer, but definitely, like, deep customization. Well, they had multiplayer in the original flight simulators, I think. And I remember seeing some YouTube videos of, like, people... Did all, they? Yeah, all flying, like, uh, Boeing 737s in formation, like, and the frame rate just <laughs> cratering. Um, so I don't know if that was. I a think model. the last time dun, I played dun, dun, Flight dun, Simulator was like '93. Yeah, it's been a while since I've loaded anything yeah. like that. But uh, but uh, yeah. definitely try and go the Forza route. I think that'd be good. So just just uh, thinking of here that you know we, we're going to see Horde this this week coming up. If I look at my calendar correctly, August nineteenth, isn't it? So I mean, are you guys expecting like this huge change 
Or are you expecting it to be more of the same? Are you expecting there to be suddenly like huge twists? I expect I think it to be, be a exactly. I expect it to be exactly what Gears Four was. Yeah. I don't think there'll be any changes because they've they've put all their effort into that new showcase mode they showed at E3. Escape. So it doesn't make sense Escape. to like. It doesn't make sense, I think, for them to just uh, like refocus efforts on updating Horde. I don't really... Personally, I didn't play Horde a lot in 4. No, I didn't. But, uh, so I wouldn't really know, like, what to change or what the problems were. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's, they were the first ones, right? Back in in last gen to come up with a wave-based, you know, duke it out with friends until the very end. And I remember I had a LAN for Gears 2. When was that? 2008? I don't even know anymore. And uh, we had a bunch of us playing Horde, and there was there was eight of us in total, so we could do 4v4. But then as yeah. the night progressed, we split off into two sides. So we had four doing Horde and four doing Horde. And it was who could get to level 50. And I think it was on Insane, uh, or wherever mm. the hardest difficulty was. And I think it was like 4 a.m. And suddenly, like... And I lived in a flat back then, so, you know, I had to be wary of my neighbours. But 4 a.m., it was like we were on level 50, you know, everything was tense, three of us were down, and one guy had, like, the, you know, you had the boomer shields, you could, like, cower behind, and, mm. like, so they were blocking them in, and they had, like, two boomers left, and it was just, like, everyone was gathered around this one guy, like, like, come on, man, you can do this for the team, and he did it, and there was just this huge, like, Rah! scream, and then my neighbours were knocking on the door, really, really pissed off about it, because we woke everybody up by hollering, because we tried <laughs> to get to that point so many times. So good memory. So I hope that that you know that that kind of camaraderie feeling is going to come through again. But I didn't really touch it in Gears Four. I don't know what about it is. I think it's another point to so many games nowadays try to vie for your time. Like they want to be the only game you play, and I miss that era of you know not every game has to be that. Um, and I think that is yeah. one of the problems of this whole games as a service generation is that every game is constantly going, oh, if you don't log in today, you're going to miss out. And it's like, eh, I don't want to have to manage my you know, mm. my hobby as some sort of workload that needs to be ticked off on a list. And I will never understand playing games in that way. It doesn't make sense to me. Uh, at least from my perspective, it's, uh, it's less about like gas being bad or the staples of, of the gas genre being bad and more about uh, the execution... I guess, because there are there are a precious few games that do that style of game right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like Destiny does it right. Uh, Killer Instinct did it right with the seasons. Mm. Bring back Killer Instinct, by the way, Microsoft. Yeah, we should talk about uh, that in a second. Mm. Uh. So, it doesn't. People are quick to shit on gas because every time every time you hear the hear or see the word gas uh, the the acronym gas it's automatically your brain automatically goes to loot box microtransaction filled piece of shit yeah. with terrible gameplay and uh, and yeah. like all these hooks but I mean some games some good games actually did come out of it Apex Legends is a yeah. great fucking game yeah I agree right and that's gas uh, Rocket League Rocket League Rocket League great game Anthem. Uh, Crickets. Fuck Anthem. Hey, I like Anthem. Go away. <laughs> You're making me disprove my point. Uh, take that away from the screen. Uh, but if you're gonna do, if you're gonna pursue if, like 
as a studio, if you want to pursue a games as a service, like title, just fucking commit. Yeah. Right. Don't don't fucking like undersell. No, not undersell. Don't exploit your player base. Yeah. Just for profit. Make a good game and people will pay more for it over time. Right. Like me personally, I've spent a fuck ton of money on keys for crates in Rocket League that I honestly shouldn't have. But I did it because I like the game. And I'm sure you did too, Nick. <laughs> I've spent, a lot of keys. I think I've spent close to $150, $200 Australian. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> so you make a good game. You make people who make people want to come back to play it, and people will spend a little money on it. Yeah. I, I, right? I don't disagree with that. I think it's I, it's more. I don't. I don't have a problem with games as a service. It is. It is. The, it's just a, a symptom of of games nowadays. In that every game wants you to log back in, and then it becomes yeah. a, almost like a triage situation of like, what games do I need to log into? Oh, it's Wednesday. Oh, Zer's back. I need to log in and get whatever he's selling. And oh shit, it's Thursday. I need to do my challenges in you know in Sea of Thieves before they update the servers, and then that that thing's gone. And it's like, shit, you know, when did it become this almost like a chore? And it's not, because if you enjoy the game, it's not a chore. But it's that yeah. it's that it just bubbles underneath the, the that mindset. I think there are plenty of games this generation that have done games as a service, done it right. Even if it's games that I have no interest in. So Warframe, I, I couldn't give Fortnite. two shits. Fortnite, although I do question how hard those poor developers have to work. <laughs> on a week to week basis like Jesus Christ I question the prices in Fortnite uh, yeah $20 a skin mm. is well absurd. oh my fucking god don't remind me dude Jesus Christ I spent like $40 on two skins in that game I don't, it's not, that's $40 yeah, I did, and then I did the same back, dude. but hey I did the this, same this is a good segue into uh, what 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 is the opinion here amongst this group of epic buying exclusivity so I'm sure that you probably all read or heard about Ooblitz, I love it. A, a little two-player, a two-team game that was supported on Patreon, or at least the developers were supported on Patreon, that they've been making diligently for years, I think. And they announced uh, earlier this week that they were going exclusive to Epic Games Store because they needed the money. Fair fucking cop. And then we saw a torrent of abuse and hate and harassment targeted towards two people making a fucking video game uh, because because they chose to take a check. Uh, uh, well, it wasn't just that. And I'm pretty sure if you read the thread, most people in there would say they, were, they didn't care about them taking the money. Whatever. Epic's going to give a small, small-time indie developer money to fucking fund their game. So what? It was more that the developer then went out of their way to use. They were antagonistic. The same, exactly. Their post to use was that a same bit. rhetoric that people that that they. That I'm pretty sure the person who wrote that blog post knew exactly what would happen to the people to the people who read that. Yeah, no, it was so good. I think. It was so my good. My position on the whole epic buying exclusive things is. Sure. Because, like, at this point, what? how else are you going to compete with Steam? Because even if you have all the right features, that doesn't guarantee that people are going to move over. Because all their games are on Steam. Yeah. You know? Uh, but at the same time, I think that 
you're missing the forest for the you're missing the tr uh, the, the forest for the trees, That's right? That's the correct phrase. You're not yeah, if, uh, yeah you're not seeing the if, forest through the trees or something. You you're not seeing the forest through the trees if you continue if you continuously say like, "Oh, it's just another launcher" or "Oh, it's why stop stop being a big baby. It's just another account, right?" Cuz yeah, I, when you break it down the break down the nuance to that, yeah, it is just another account. It is just another launcher. But Epic has done nothing other than buy exclusives to gain market share. They've done nothing to attract customers positively to their store. They don't do the things Valve does to support the ecosystem as well as Valve has done. And it feels as though what they're trying to do is buy favor rather than curry it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but would you argue, though, that... You know, you don't see this reaction when. So I know Ubisoft. They've got a they've got an uh, exclusivity thing with Stadia, but they mm -hmm. also have UPlay. But they do release their games. Do they release their games on Steam? On Steam. They do, but they, you have to download uh, UPlay. EA. I think they stopped Steam now, and they're on Epic. So EA, they only you can only <laughs> buy EA games on Origin. Uh, I'm trying to think of other developers that or other publishers that do that. But no one. Activision. Well, Activision. Oh yeah, they're using the Blizzard, Blizzard Activision launcher, right? Yep. No one complains yep. that you can only get those games in those places, right? It's just well, it's their games. That's fair enough. I think. But the the, the underlying thing that I think they is used to complain people, though. They did, but they kind of got used to it. I think they the used thing to that, complain. That winds people. I was going to say it's just what? not. It's just that the the complaining back then wasn't quite as ferocious as it is now no it is super ferocious. it was more like it was more like the complaint of people who were minor like minorly annoyed yeah they weren't like fucking furious like again like how you, i'm pretty sure like i knew where you were and i know where you were going seek with it the underlying issue is that rather than create exclusives they're buying exclusives yeah that's i think that's, that's the, the problem difference. people have yeah and it's is because it feels ungen it feels not genuine it feels, it feels like a cop-out it doesn't feel it feels business driven. yeah yeah and, it, and, and i think tim sweeney as well tim sweeney who was such a proponent you know very very anti-ms when they were doing their whole um uh what what was the app uwp uwp protocol where you know oh, they're, they're, they're gonna prevent modding they're gonna take over the ecosystem closed walled garden walled garden bad ms and then you know it's kind of like it's amusing to see this guy who was you know, don't do that. And suddenly he's got millions of dollars and he's like, "It's this is fine. This is fine. I think that is another element of, you know, he used to be a proponent for free free access and open market. And it is an open market, but he's being very cutthroat in, in and I say he, Epic by extension are being very cutthroat in their approach to gaining that market share. But it's going to be interesting to see how this all rolls out. You know, you've got to think a year from now, we've got, We've got Activision Blizzard, we've got EA, we've got Uplay, you've got... Um, Origin. Origin, yeah, for EA. Um, Windows Thor. You've got the Game Pass. GOG. Yeah, GOG, you've got Steam, and you've got the Epic Launcher. All of these places are going to be trying to do different things. And then you've got Stadia on top of that. I can't remember if I said Stadia. Next Gen is going to be an interesting battleground. What I've noticed, though, is that these games that seem to go to the Epic Store 
and Silent No. It doesn't seem to be a no other PC store. It seems to be a no Steam agreement because we've seen already several <laughs> games come out for the Game Pass application on Windows that are PC versions but aren't on Steam. And, and you notice that everyone's like, and I've seen posts in, in Epic Game Store threads where they're like, I'll just get it on Game Pass if it's there. Like, haha, I've beaten you, Epic, because I can download it for a service I'm paying for. And it's like, well, okay, fine. Like, I don't understand why you're so upset. <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm just, I, I, find my, I find the drama of it. And, and either way, it should be categorically stated that the harassment and death threats and, and doxing and all of that oh, bullshit yeah. is, is insane. That's way out of line. It is That's insane way out of line. to me that any rational human being thinks that because they're behind a keyboard and no one can see their face that they can just do that. Um, it blows my mind. And I've, I, I feel very sorry that the developers had to sit through that um, and, and read that. Yeah, kind but of like, abuse. it's about the reason why they're doing it though. Like it's a video they, game. Boys it's and because girls. they have to download a, separate piece of free software like the thing that i'd never understood and i get the whole features argument and all that other crap but ultimately you're still getting to download that game on the existing piece of hardware that you already have yeah it's not like a console exclusive where if you want this game you have to spend another two three four hundred dollars on a separate piece of hardware yeah i just i don't know it's it's an odd one it. it is an odd one but uh, yeah, that's uh, it's, it's going to be an interesting time seeing all of that unfold. I just hope that that kind of bullshit stops because, from a community perspective, like the gaming community in general, the toxicity is shocking to me, and I, I never, I could never understand willingly typing in my keyboard and sending that kind. Of, I would never ever done something like that in my life, and you got to wonder like what kind of people are doing that and think that it's just okay. It blows my mind. And, and even worse, that there's genuinely no repercussion for people and they can just do that. Shocking. Mm, yeah. um, do you know what time I think it is? I think it's time for Ed's top five. What are your top five this week, Ed? What, what, what's, the, what's, uh, what's happening? This week, this week I decided to basically reverse kind of what I did last week. So... Uh, last week, last podcast, which was um, the games that everyone hates that I loved. So this week, I'm going with the games that everyone seems to love that just didn't click with me. Um, and I reckon Kyro is going to like this list a lot. Oh, <laughs> Have I? you checked it out on the website, Kyro? <laughs> I haven't yet. I, I think it's good oh, that he awesome. hasn't because he, he's going to go in blind. He's going to love this list. He's going to go in blind. Uh, so number five. Number five. Uh, it's sort of. It's kind of two games, I guess, because they both came out this generation, the first one and the sequel. It's Destiny. Destiny 2. Oh, boy. Destiny 2 <laughs> or Destiny 1? Well, it's kind of both, really. Destiny I, is a franchise. I, try, I, did, I did make a genuine effort to get into both of them. Um, more so with Destiny 2, because they ended up giving it away. Um, and, you know, as a huge Halo fan, I guess I should have loved Destiny. I just didn't for whatever reason well to be um, fair destiny is a very different playing game but go ahead to which to to halo or to destiny to, to, compared to halo it can, plays almost completely differently yeah yeah it does it does play different um i think my tolerance for the recoil just wasn't there and i think i got over the that 
floaty movement and jumping that they sort of held over from Halo. I mean, yeah. it's not... Destiny 2 didn't hold on to the floatiness as much as Destiny 1, but it was still kind of there. And I just, I don't know, the whole MMO, shared world, I don't know. I'm just not into that sort of thing. And don't even get me started on the PvP. The PvP in Destiny, I just hated it. Yeah, I... I tried it and I just didn't like it. I can't... Hey, okay. I can't disagree with your, your Destiny <laughs> feelings here. I, I grabbed hold Destiny on. 1. Hold on. <laughs> and it was... Okay, it was hold poop. on. No, Destiny's... You go into Crucible thinking it's a competitive experience, you're going to have a bad time. Everyone knows this. Don't. Crucible is meant as a show-off, okay? It's meant for after you've grinded all the gear and all the shit you want that makes you look cool and makes you feel like a badass, you go into Crucible and then you fucking dunk on people with it. Because that's how you prove <laughs> that your time meant something in that game. Okay. So, in other words, they don't want new players in the game? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. They want new players to grind. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> to be fair, that's only restricted to one mode anyway, though. So Yeah, that's true. I, I, so, I don't know. I played, no. I played Destiny when it came out at launch. They tried to make Destiny 2's Crucible competitive with the 4v4 and the harder limits and the, the weird fucking balancing between PvE and PvP that ruined it. Like, the entire hero feeling of the game. But at the end of the day, what worked was making Crucible chaotic enough that it felt like a sandbox where you got to play with all the toys you spent built, you spent collecting. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's I, that's I how to I took it. it. That's I, how I have fun in that mode. justification for a terrible I played it mode. on PS4. I tried it again on Xbox One. I downloaded it on PC so I could play it at 60 and gave it another shot on pc and i don't know i just it didn't grab me i think the thing for, um, the thing for me Destiny's Destiny. one of those games cool is it for me personally where it just feels so good to not like it yeah because <laughs> yeah the first game i put a lot of hours into like the first two weeks i play that game like every day with my friends you know i i kind of like the loop of it but but then like quickly after that two weeks i just it got really boring and I never revisited the content packs and uh, expansions. Yeah. But to see how like popular it became, and I just had I didn't even buy Destiny two, and I you know I bought every I bought like most of Bungie's games, their history. But something about Destiny, I just have zero interest in, and I'm so mm. glad that I missed that tra that I'm missing that train. So I'm, I'm exactly the same as you. Like I I got wow, Destiny while are... it launched. And and everyone was lame. like, it's gonna be, it's gonna be spongy, you know, it's gonna be good, it's gonna be good. Yeah. And I was like, what is this? I, I finished the campaign with friends, and I was like, what the fuck did I just play? Like, there's still a meme in our in our in our group of friends where someone will tell a story or tell an anecdote, and it will be a terrible anecdote, and someone will post, it's still a better story than Destiny. And I remember, I remember when the loot cave first dropped, like within the first couple of weeks, and I did that with a couple <laughs> of friends, cave. and I I played that the loot cave glitch for something like 45 minutes and then I was like this is shit why am I doing this why the fuck <laughs> am I wasting my time playing this <laughs> like what is this what, 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 what am I doing and I, I, honestly I put it down and I, I never went back and I saw, I saw all the people logging in and trying to get all the cool shit and I just it, it just felt like such a mishmash of ideas and I think the, the fact that they they partnered with a publishing studio that is Known for its predatory loot boxy practices, monetization practices, 
everything that Activision do in the gaming industry. I mean, look at the look at the size of them. They literally only release Call of Duty. Like, and, and I know that they own Blizzard, but they keep cancelling all of Blizzard's stuff. Um, and and, only and I genuinely, my eyebrows raise. What about when, Spyro and Crash? Oh, let's just remaster some old games and get some cash. That's 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 the way <laughs> I look at them. All right, I don't care if they're good remasters or not. They just feel like the most non-creative uh, publisher out there. They feel it's all about the money, and and I genuinely raised my eyebrows when they announced Modern Warfare, and I'm not talking about 2004. I'm talking about 2019. I saw that game and I was like, "That's the first time Looks I've been awesome. interested in the Call of Duty in forever." Mm. And then I was like, "Oh, they're going to have season pass and they're going to have map packs. Fuck them!" And then nope. they were like, "No, we're not." Nope. And I was like. It's the same person in charge at Activision. Like, who's making yeah. this decision? And it's almost like they finally realise that they are the last holdout of the old era, and that they need to come back to the fold and and produce a game that is not in that way. So yeah, I don't disagree with the Destiny thoughts. I don't. There are people I know that have played it religiously and play it to this day, and I will never understand it. And I am so glad that I'm not into that game because I can't imagine. Having it to good, right? go on all the time. Oh, what's uh, selling? Oh, I need to do my ch- strikes or oh, fuck all that shit. And for the record, the whole PlayStation exclusive content for a year and bullshit like that. Yeah, that, that shit was needs bullshit. to fucking die. And I'm very glad Bungie have split from Activision now. And I just hope that they get to make the game they want to make instead of being dictated to by a publisher that only has uh, financial gain at heart. Not that all publishers don't have that, but you know what I mean. There's a line to walk. Yeah, see, I never got, like, the whole hate for... The whole, like, non-issue-esque of Activision. Because Activision easily has the worst microtransactions in any fucking... Across any of the companies. But they're not routinely called out for it like EA is, right? Yeah, it's bizarre. Mm. And it's fucking... It wears me out because, like... Yeah, EA's got this whole stupid shit where they're like, no, loot boxes are just loot boxes are just surprise mechanics <laughs> or other fucking bullshit like that. Surprise but mechanics. like they let their studios create games without having to crunch, right? Now they still force a deadline, so half the time the games coming out are fucking rushed to shit. Uh, but they don't they don't let their studios experience crunch. They have some of the best developers under their wing, and they still make a broad range of games. Sports, shooters, fucking, uh, what? It was like their indie game, their indie stuff. I can't remember the last indie one. AI Originals? I think so, yeah. yeah. Wasn't A Way Out? A uh, Way Out was EA. It's yeah. one of them, yep. Fee or yep. Fay yeah. or however you pronounce Fee, it, yeah. uh, yep. Unraveled. And, um, Unraveled, yep. Yeah. Like, they have all these initiatives, and they make, of like, compared to Activision, they make a wide array of games, mm, right? Yeah. yeah. But Titan they're the Fall ones sharply well. criticized because they always fucking, like, put themselves in the spotlight compared to Activision. Activision's just like, we're going to do our thing, and it's going to be fucking terrible, but we're not going to talk about it. You're going to talk about it, and you're going to take the fucking heat for it. And we'll just be, we'll just have everyone <laughs> yeah. let it slide. Yeah, I, I, I just genuinely like, I have a deep dislike for activision in general i just think they like you it's fair to hate both companies i don't i don't i would never say i hate a company like it's a it's a it's not a person 
I, it's fair to dislike a company. Yeah, How about I, that? Yeah, I, I just ugh. both of them have done both of them have done and continue to do incredibly stupid, shitty things. But the hate, the proportion of hate EA gets compared to the proportion of hate Activision gets for roughly the same fucking things, yeah, is ridiculous. I, I think it's because you know EA perhaps have more outside of Call of Duty. EA have more. Uh, franchises that people are invested in, but also yeah. more franchises that are reliant upon those microtransactions. FIFA Ultimate Team being one of those shocking yeah. surprise mechanics. Apex Legends driven. relies entirely on microtransactions and the Battle Pass. You know, when, the, uh, when that man, whole. All this, all this chat, and we're still only at number five. I, know. I, I was thinking. <laughs> we forgot to number four yet. But okay, you know what? Yeah. Let's let's shelve this conversation for later. Have, uh, have Nick continue his list. Oh, wait wait till I get to number one. Oh, God. If this is what number five got. This is going to be fun. Uh, okay, number four. Uh, I reckon most people seem to be on board with this one that read it on the website PUBG. Okay. You know, I. I got excited with everyone else when it was announced for Xbox because the, it was so popular on PC and I just, I bought it sight unseen on Xbox the day it came out. Yeah. Uh, and, and I get that it's in preview, but oh, fuck. Like, even I didn't expect the level of just sheer jank and just utter garbage that we got with PUBG. I, 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 and even now, it's still... I don't know. I just... I love the concept of Battle Royale games. Like, the the premise to this day, I still really like it. I just still yearn for that... That Battle Royale game to come along that blends the... I guess the... Not realism. Realism's probably not the right word. But that attempt at realism that PUBG has, but with the gameplay of Fortnite. Fortnite still plays the best out of all of them. I still really like how Fortnite plays. But okay, just... gunplay maybe, but the fact that when I shoot someone in Fortnite, they turn around and turn into an eight-story tall building, and then I die. Yeah, and that, I I know, and first, that's what sucks. That fucking blows. Yeah, Fortnite. <laughs> yeah I, so. I, like, I know, I, I, I can't remember what it was. I'll never forget it. I wish I'd kept the message, but I was playing Fortnite, got to the final five, killed this guy... And got a message like one minute later on Xbox. <laughs> and he told me off for for shooting him as opposed to having a build off. He, he Are you fucking kidding me? Oh my Yeah, he basically God. said, as if you shoot me. I'm like, what the fuck else would I do, dude? If I'm if I'm not gonna shoot you, I'm not gonna take I have a, a gun. Building. I don't know how to do The it. object is to kill you. <laughs> I'm going to take that opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> he literally got upset because I shot at him as opposed to building up. It was just oh fuck. I I've, yeah no I've, but yeah I've played a lot of PUBG, but I played a lot of PUBG on PC uh, back when it was taking the world by storm. Back before Fortnite totally ripped off the premise, and uh, I say ripped off, they did take a lot of elements from PUBG's uh, success because their main game that they'd worked for fucking years on had completely failed. And they were like, quick, make a battle royale. And it's pure luck that it came through. PUBG on PC, I, I experienced similar amounts of jank, but I loved it enough to go and invest in a new graphics card just so I could brute force it to a solid 60 FPS. 
Um, yeah. I'm not the best on on PC with FPS controls. I'm a console kid at heart, so mouse and keyboard for mm. me is a tricky thing to get to grips with. I, I got enough, good enough to to kind of kind of hold my own, and it was. I had a, a good solid sort of quarter of a year, half a year of regular pub games on PC that I really enjoyed. Um, but to this day, I still find it to be an extremely janky uh, experience. It is. It's too janky. It feels really that- uh, underdeveloped. Animations are sloppy. Um, the graphics are a bit meh. It was. It was the. It was the heart rate and the intensity of when you were either in a fire fight and yeah. it comes out of nowhere, or you're in that final circle and shit's going crazy and you're like lying in the ground. That's that's the bit that people hooked onto. Uh, so I totally get I mean, why you wouldn't latch onto the game from a getting, gameplay perspective. Getting that. Yeah. Getting that chicken dinner is still exhilarating. Like. Yeah. I don't know if he's listening, but shout out to All No Bones. The only chicken dinner I ever got was when the game first came out and the two of us played duos and we ended up winning. We were hiding in a bunch of crates or something like that and it came down to just the two of us versus one other guy and it got really intense because we were all just walking around in circles around these crates. But it was, yeah, I mean, that aspect of it is cool, but it just, yeah, the game just... I don't know. It plays too horribly for me to enjoy. It, it definitely plays even worse on, on console. When I loaded the console version, console, I thought, yeah. yay, I can play with the pad. And then I was like, this is awful. And I am stunned that it was allowed to release in the condition that it did. Um, but, yeah. oh, it's it's on, what was it? It was on Xbox's early access. So it's okay to be janky. And it just, I, I never, I've never gone back to it. And I would never no, play that. I mean, let's be honest. Battle Royale, as soon as the Halo one drops and it's all amazing and open world, we'll all be fine, yeah? ODST to spawn in. You just land, come out. Great. Sold. That'll be awesome. The thing for me with PUBG Um, is that it always felt too laggy and the controls never felt too responsive. Yeah. And the jankiness, like not loading into buildings at the beginning of a match and falling through floors can be funny. But And I can even deal with that to an extent if the game actually felt like it controlled well. Yeah. On, on consoles, yeah. it just doesn't. It feels very laggy. Like the movement feels delayed. If to me, it feels like it's almost as bad as uh, Grand Theft Auto's clunkiness in first person. <laughs> it's funny <laughs> you mentioned <laughs> The one compliment though I will give to PUBG is that landing uh, shots in it does feel satisfying. Yeah, I you think know, the the, uh, the gun projectile, the little the little burst of uh, blood. Yeah, like with a shotgun or something, feels it feels satisfying. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, yeah, so funny you should mention Grand Theft Auto because uh, number three, I mean, look, technically it doesn't count as a Gen 8 game, but yeah, it came out it after the Wii U was released. It got a re-release for current gen consoles and I didn't want to lump all of Rockstar's games at number three. But yeah, I've put Grand Theft Auto 5 at number three because I haven't played Red Dead 2, so I didn't want to put that there. But I just don't like rockstar's open world games i just it it's the same same thing for me as PUBG. if a game doesn't play well then i'm just not really interested in it i just and the thing with rockstar is that they have absolutely no excuse for their games playing the way they do when you have complete and utter autonomy for how long you take to develop a game when you have unlimited resources when you can basically do whatever the fuck you want, there is zero excuse for your game feeling like 
fried sloth shit to play. I just I can't deal with it. I can only agree. And that's my main issue with Grand Theft Auto. Like that's I played four. Like I, I played them all on PlayStation Two. And it's funny if you go back and play the Grand Theft Auto games on PS Two, they're actually probably less uh, less sloppy than the Gen Seven and Gen Eight games. Yeah, they're actually probably tighter to play. Like, you know, I got excited for Grand Theft Auto Four way back in April two thousand and eight. I was there day one, bought the limited edition, took it home, started playing, and just oh. God, it's just so clunky, just so slow and... Yeah, you're not wrong. I couldn't deal with it. I think uh, Rockstar's games in general, I think, to, to caveat this, they, they are the genuine masters at creating an immersive, uh, kind of active, lively, open world. Um, yep. yep. But they always feel like walking through mud when they're playing. Red Dead yeah. is especially a, a bizarre mix and you know yeah it's an artistic decision no it's it's almost like they don't give a fuck about how it they just feels to play so here's an interesting here's an interesting question for you ed is crackdown 3 better than grand theft auto 5 yes <laughs> for me for me it is for me <laughs> but i'm aware of the fact that that's a yes. minority opinion but don't forget that crackdown crackdown was made by the original grand theft auto creator like I remember playing yeah. the first Crackdown and thinking it felt almost exactly like Grand Theft Auto 3 yeah. in the way it played. Almost exactly the same. Yeah. I think. Uh, but at least Crackdown 3, like if you were to play Crackdown 1 and Crackdown 3, there is a noticeable improvement in how it feels. Yeah, I agree. I th- when you play Grand Theft Auto 3 and Grand Theft Auto 5, it's regressed. Yeah. Like it just... I, I couldn't yeah. believe thing, that those games almost GTA, start to feel worse to play. The thing with me and GTA is, like how I said about Destiny, how I, I enjoy that I don't have an interest in it. For me, it's more, because I agree with you, Grand Theft Auto, I just do not, I'm all about how a game feels. That's the most important thing yeah. to me. And Grand yep. Theft Auto is something where I, I have invested a lot of time into multiplayer with friends and stuff. But to see like all the time people put into this game and all the crazy stuff they do online and people pulling off crazy stunts with uh jets and actually like being able to kill people and i'm just like i can't do that stuff and or rather i don't enjoy the way it feels doing that stuff and i wish i did so then i can actually actively participate more Mm. and uh like whatever events come out and stuff it's a shame because like i said rockstar are the masters of creating living breathing worlds um their visuals they push the hardware like no one else um, like the, how Grand Theft Auto Five looked on 360 even was unbelievable. Yeah, like they're great at all that sort of stuff. But God, the most important aspect of a video game, and they continually just neglect it and not give a flying fuck about how their games feel, <laughs> yeah. and it pisses me off. It's why I won't touch Red Dead. I will not touch it. No, you've been pretty quiet Mate. here, Cairo. Are you okay? It's deep breaths. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I'm just not saying anything because uh, we still have to get on with uh, the rest of of uh, Ed's list here. So you got yeah, no, well, no, um, no thoughts on GTA being a terrible game to play. None that would take none that would take the next uh, two minutes to solve. So let's go. 
Um, number two, again, uh, th- there's a common theme here. Number two, Monster Hunter World. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> again, I gave it a go. I, I played it on Xbox and PS4, and it's just, again, it's too sluggish, too clunky, and... I don't Man, know, I actually found it a weird. little bit boring. Man, this, like, this list sounds weird. Of... It's supposed to be a top five, right? You're shitting on the last yeah. two games. Well, top top five um, games that Ed hated that everyone else quite likes. I think. Oh. That everyone else likes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm stupid. <laughs> it, I'm stupid. It, it was the reverse <laughs> of the last one. I'm sorry, so, my bad. Yeah, I don't know. I just, for a game that's supposed to be about hunting big, massive giant monsters it's surprisingly boring and just i just didn't like how sluggish and clunky it felt i gave it a go back on the wii as well what was the wii one monster hunter ultimate generations was it generations yeah i gave that one a go and that was clunky as hell and i thought oh well on xbox one and ps4 it won't be like that but nope that's completely intentional the way it plays yeah it's not a game i've tried but it falls into that category of a game that demands too much of my time for me to even want to pick up (laughs) so yeah it it is kind of intimidating though to get into it i've tried on multiple occasions but i see all the stats and everything all on me on in the menu at once and i'm just i get scared yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Dauntless is a much uh, more like streamlined version of that, and does a lot to kind of simplify it. Yeah, Dauntless did feel better. Dauntless felt better than my Monster problem Hunter. with Dauntless is like the difficulty ramping from the beginning monsters to like the middle section is fucking impossible. It's da- like, Dauntless is the free to play. <laughs> the minute right? you get yeah, it's free to play. Yeah. The minute yeah, you yeah. get introduced to the normal level electricity uh, electricity monsters, you're fucked because you don't have the gear for it right you fucking have to do impossible amounts of grind to get the gear for it and those fuckers even with the right gear do such insane amounts of damage to you that it's just me and my friends have never been able to finish a single fight against an electricity monster monster once we made it to the normal normal difficulty so i'm all for games giving me a challenge but that just sounds like a chore Hmm. it turned into a chore which is why we stopped (laughs) playing it so well, game game number one. Hey, here we go. Kara's gonna love this one, and uh, look, at least this one bucks the trends of games that feel like shit because this game doesn't feel like shit to play. I didn't like this game for other reasons. Uh, game number one is Overwatch. Okay. Oh my God. I mean, I agree with <laughs> you. Yeah, so. I'm not ready for this. <laughs> that, I agree with you. you know, so I don't know what you're expecting. Like here. like Destiny, I did try. I'm <laughs> like Destiny, I did try to get into Overwatch. I've I've played it numerous times on all the free weekends on PS4, PC, Xbox, the whole lot. And Overwatch does feel good. It doesn't. There's no problem there. The game feels great. I just think for me, objective-based multiplayer modes have never been my thing. And I'm aware that they introduced Deathmatch in 2017. Is that right? Was it 2017 uh, they brought in Deathmatch? Yeah, like traditional Deathmatch? That's around when they introduced uh, Arcade Mode, yeah. Oh, sorry. Which is, yeah, which arcade is like, mode. Um, yeah, Arcade has like the all-mini mode. Deathmatch is part of that. But they have a bunch of rotating playlists there too. So Yeah, but I think by then it was just too late. Just And I think 
with me anyway in Overwatch, I just couldn't settle on a character that suited the way I play shooters. I just, I generally instinctively picked, um, who was that generic white dude with the white hair? With the Soldier 76? Soldier. Yeah, yeah Soldier. I picked him anyway, but again, even him, he was the closest thing to suiting the way I play, but even him, I just, I don't know, I couldn't settle on a character that I liked, wasn't a fan of all the rotating objectives that I just, I couldn't get <clears> in, and I did, I tried, I tried numerous times to get into Overwatch, and I just couldn't, I just, it wasn't for me. Maybe one day it'll click. You ever have that where you, yeah, you tried a game so many times and it just clicks one day? Yeah, I know, but I did. I've tried like at least three or four times <laughs> to get back not, that. Was, that was me when, when Destiny the 2 first digits, came out. Then we'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that, was me. that was me when... See, okay, funny story. Going back to Destiny 2. I absolutely hated Destiny 2 when it released. One, mm. because I didn't, I didn't think and still don't think that Destiny 2 should have ever existed. It should have been an expansion of Destiny 1 from the very beginning. Probably. I hate that they had to release a sequel to a fucking multiplayer game because Activision likely forced them to, right? Uh, but everything about how Destiny, how moving in Destiny 1 felt, how shooting in Destiny 1 felt, and Destiny 1 felt, yeah, was great. And then moving to Destiny 2, it was like, holy shit, I can't shoot, I can't move, I can't aim. Where the fuck is... Where, why does everything feel so goddamn floaty? Why does everything feel so... Mm. Actually, like, because I, I felt the opposite of you, uh, Nick, where Destiny 1 felt less floaty to me than Destiny 2 did at first. They brought mm. it back in line over the course of update of, of several updates and the, and the uh, Forsaken expansion and things like that. But I, I could not stand. For the opening months of Destiny 2, I could not stand how shooting moving and aiming in that game felt whatsoever like i literally just spent like six months going back to destiny one buying copies for all my friends along with all the dlc <laughs> and we all just fucking played that in the middle of debt like of course there were I no events because they too. all moved they all moved away to all the events moved to destiny 2 right but yeah. we still played the shit out of it, played all the raids, played fucking Crucible when we could find a goddamn match because no one was playing that game anymore. Uh, yeah, no, it was... that's weird. They should have kept so Bungie... it and taken it across as an expansion rather than build a sequel. And perhaps that's what yeah. they'll do with Destiny Part 3. I don't know. Watch, Destiny 3 this... is going to be even slower, even floatier, and it's going to be the same <laughs> progression that happened with the Halo franchise. And people who are Halo One fans, especially, know this this uh, this track record. <laughs> you know how you know everything you described with how Destiny One transitioned to Destiny Two, a core uh, on a meta level, like how you how you liked the, how it felt, how it sh uh, shooting felt, and all that stuff. The movie. Yeah. I, I feel the same way with Halo One. Yeah, I, I remember when it's it's like a yeah. completely different game. It's even more of a transition. Yeah. Between uh, games than Destiny One. To, to uh, Destiny 2. I, yeah. I remember when Halo 2 yeah. launched, right? And I look, I, from, from the 2019 perspective, looking back, you see so many people lauding up how Halo 2 was the pinnacle of the PvP mode. And, and you know, you, oh, right. Halo 3 was a treacle mess and blah, blah, blah. Go back to Halo 2 style. And I'm like, I remember when Halo 2 launched. And, and, and it, I remember playing the campaign and thinking, eh? And then playing the PvP and thinking, what have they done? I mean, I still got lots of fun out of it, and and even when the yeah, 360 launched, I still played Halo 2 a lot. Uh, but 
yeah, like and I remember Halo2sucks.com. Do you remember that? The, the outcry was ridiculous. Yeah. And then you think, like, where are those people now? Like, clearly they got over it. And then, and I think it just changes with generations. You'll get people that are always going to be the diehard. To me, Halo CE is still plays and feels yeah. the best Halo. Arguably, I would say Halo 3 was my personal favourite Halo because of the amount of time I spent in it. Even more arguably, Halo Reach is the most technically accomplished Halo. Um, but yeah, Halo CE for me always in my heart. But I, I imagine that's going to happen Creek. with Destiny. Yeah, well, there's so many classic maps. Multiplayer Halo, so yeah. Battle Creek. I loved it. Hang 'em High for me was was my jam. Was my jam. Yeah. Hmm. But that uh, was a good top five. No, I I honestly doesn't didn't disagree with anything you said about Overwatch. So I don't know why you said that. I I would like it as really? if I disagreed with you. No, I I don't like Overwatch. I've said this multiple times. Did you play? Oh, a lot I thought of you it? did. I thought you loved Overwatch. <laughs> no, no, fucking. <laughs> No, no. I've actually gone back to playing TF2. More I mean, you recently. keep turning the show into an Overwatch podcast, so I assume because you, you guys it. keep bringing it up. <laughs> I mean, you you put the topic out there, you can't expect me to not respond to it, right? No, I've been playing TF2 uh, recently on PC and we're trying to recall how much fun I had in that game, and I'm like, why why did I ever just stop playing this game? Yeah, honestly, it should, I want... it should have an Xbox, a, a new gen release. Like, yes, there's no reason please. why it shouldn't. It, it's messed up it, that it's it doesn't. It's just like Valve don't care about making games anymore, arguably. Um, Valve don't care about anything. They don't even care about updating their fucking UI. Yeah, it's a bit shit. Like, I get it in terms of like, yeah, there's a lot of Steamworks integration and all the fucking... The, the TF2 on PC thrives on the community economy and the community market and people adding maps that Valve has officially added to the game and into the rotations. But, like, at the same time, fucking put out... Uh, throw a fucking bone to the people on console, for the love of God. I want to be able to play with the friends that never get on PC because they don't even have a PC powerful enough to, like, run most games, let alone TF2 at any respectable frame rates because they all use integrated graphics cards on fucking laptops yeah. no please for the love of god give me a goddamn console port so i don't have to fucking play by myself on pc <laughs> isn't isn't tf2 one of those games that runs on just about anything though it is but mm. it, not not you know like it, source it's based is, on a really yeah it's based on a really older version of source one before all mm. the optimizations that ha happened to it to get like counter-strike running on it or even because Dota 2 is Source 2, technically. It's not even Source 1. Uh, so it performs a lot better on lower-spec machines. Uh, Respawn had to do a lot of tinkering with Source 1 just to get it to run effectively on consoles. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Like, Titanfall 1 may use a very unmodified version of Source 1, but it was still modified enough so that the game performed well on on Xbox. Yeah. Right? I love that uh, game. That's how I both of them. Ugh. I'd love to. Uh, I just, I just, I just don't want to have to fucking play an inferior, an inferior game. Like this is all I ask, Valve. Please, it doesn't, it doesn't from the bottom much. of my heart, please just give me the game on Xbox. <laughs> oh, man. That's Work quite with Microsoft. A, um, a hot take. Well, speaking of hot, hot takes. takes, before we get into hot takes, I just wanted to quickly throw a shout out. Um, I'm, I can't remember because timelines are weird and I've had a very busy couple of weeks. Um, 
we we the new the new official thread for the the Xbox Game Studios thread launched and it's titled "I'm Back to Rise", to uh, rise. in reference to uh, Killer Instinct. Um, you know, we need another Killer Instinct. I just wanted to say that again because <laughs> that's we a, got Max in the please? Discord. Yeah, another Killer Instinct. Yeah, please. Yeah. I want I want next E3 when they announce the full Scorpio launch, right? Scarlet. For them to go up on stage, right, and the the in the middle of the show, all of a sudden, all the lights cut off, <laughs> and then you just and then and then you just hear, <laughs> right, and then you see you see the KI logo flashing, and there's a fucking big ass two right next yeah, to it. Yeah, it'd be cool to and see. And it's like, hmm. oh, oh my god. Do you god, think they'll call it KI two though? I don't know. Uh, I hope yeah. so, because KI, because KI 2013 was technically a reboot of the franchise. So yeah, why not? Yeah, makes I sense to so. call it too. Anyway, so we're just sort of entering that realm of Battlefront twice and Battlefront two oh, twice. It happens. It's video games. You can. Only, that's. I feel sorry for for Xbox as a brand. Like, what are you going to call your console? Xbox Five. They won't. They'll call it Infinite. I keep telling they'll this. They'll call it Xbox Infinity, Xbox and they'll have the Infinity logo go and be like, we can play everything. That's no. what they're gonna do. If they want, if they still want, if they still want that numbered parody that they've secretly always wanted since the start, this is their last chance to do it. Because, I mean, if you think about the the logic they used for Xbox One, <laughs> one input in a roundabout way, it kind of makes sense. But I can totally see them justifying the One X as the fourth Xbox. They'll come out with some shit about how yeah, the architecture yeah. was different enough, the power difference was big enough to consider it the fourth Xbox, and then they'll call it Xbox Five, which aligns with PS Five, and then they'll just go from there. I don't disagree Xbox with you. Seven. I think that they should, but they won't. They'll call it something stupid. Because then it allows them to go... <laughs> It also then allows them to go Xbox 5X for the Pro model, yeah. Xbox 5S for the Slim model, and just go with that almost iPhone style of naming. Yeah, you might be right. We'll see. We'll find out in a year or so. Well, if they don't, if they don't call it Xbox 5, that's it. I'm not buying it. Every future Xbox will just have some random... No, that, that like they'll never go with a number. It'll they should have just, just kept some... with the. They should have just kept the degree naming. Honestly, that was a good theme. 360, 720, 1080. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't work though. 720. <laughs> oh, I only does 720p. <laughs> did any I mean, you, people were already fucking doing movie... that shit for the Xbox One, so does it really matter? No. Did, did any of you watch the movie Real Steel? Yeah, I love that fucking yes. film. And it had the Xbox 720 logo. And they it. had the Xbox 720 at the stadium. What? Who, who gave the green light to that? Which marketing person was I like, don't know, but someone at Microsoft did. Oh, that's fucking hilarious. So they're aware of it. So yeah. silly. Anyway, hot takes. Hot takes. You got some hot takes for us? What have you got? You said speaking of hot takes, so I presume, Ed, that you've got one lined up and ready to... Me? No. No? I, I know Cairo does, though. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. Cool, Cairo. Oh, oof. Hit, hit us up with a... So, in the, la- in the latest uh, Halo thread here on titled... Why Halo struggles to evolve, right? We have uh, I'm not gonna name any names, right? Yeah, don't name me. But don't name me. We all know who he is. But the post, the post reads: You can tell they were trying to evolve Halo Five into something radically different from the couple of hub areas you got to explore. Rumors from development was they basically scrapped a very different campaign 18 months before launch, and it shows. 
Uh, seems like Infinite there finally succeeding in changing the formula if the open world rumors are true. Here's the hot take. Of course, the biggest change in Halo and huge mistake, in my honest opinion, was taking the game to 60 FPS and losing that Halo feel. It's fucking... Fucking what? what? Hold on. <laughs> oh, I like it when my so controller apparently, is apparently, <laughs> apparently, 60 FPS isn't Halo. Feels too different. No, fuck that. that Halo, 60 better. FPS is one of the best parts of Halo 5. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that is ridiculous. Even, the even the, rock solid. Even the Master Chief Collection, FPS. all of the 60 FPS for the remakes is yeah. literally a godsend. Yes. That is mad. Like, holy shit. To be, to be the smoothness like of gameplay, the, the, the smoothness of gameplay, the fact that it doesn't look like a fucking, like, stuttery mess at fucking half, ra uh, half, uh, half refresh rate. It doesn't look like fucking... It doesn't look like you're fucking watching a slideshow sped up to me. Yeah. And I've experienced enough fucking, like, 60 FPS games to know the 30 FPS feels like shit. Yeah. <laughs> Flat out. 60 FPS <laughs> feels butter. Feels like the golden gods of above yeah. came down it's and the blessed bare the earth. Now, and that's coming from someone who's now got 144 hertz monitor. It's awesome. Yeah. I, I would say, and I think this, uh, is, look, this is something that I, I love that uh, Phil Spencer has been saying uh, recently in interviews from E3 and stuff. It was... Not so much about resolution anymore, not so much about power, it's about frame rate. but about how a game feels. And I took that to mean a literal translation about how it feels. And that 60 FPS feel is is critical, mm. I think, to any game. And, and anyone that argues that 30 FPS is better because I'd rather they push more pixels to the screen... Fuck that! You know, a gameplay yeah, no. gameplay is king, right? That's why we play first. games. I don't play movies. All right. I mean, like, Gears Gears 5 looks really fucking good, and that's Phenomenal. 60 FPS all the way through. Yep, yep. Right? Oh, but it's not 4K so native. What if it's, <laughs> so what if it's fucking checkerboard 4K? That 60 FPS is fucking butter. Yeah. That's all that matters. Yeah. Because it right. makes the game feel more responsive. It makes the game feel like I'm not waiting through molasses, yeah. you know? Yeah. That is that is a ridiculous mm. hot take, and, and if you're listening, whoever posted that, you thing. should feel bad. And that's I'd be the thing. Be if, for, like, that's the target next generation is for 60 FPS games. I'd be really it happy. It will be. And then you'll it see will different probably arguments. for Microsoft. I hope so. If Microsoft, I think, will lean into it. Will it. Be. it It'd be interesting to see what happens from a from a PlayStation perspective and that whole digital foundry war, because 60 FPS is and will always be better than 30, and it's going to be interesting if they because arguably there's two different mindsets here people that play games will know that 60 fps feels better and can read it great but games that push 30 and if they're coming out on the, the sony platform if they're their first party stuff and i still do 30 but really go all out with bells and whistles and then you get microsoft games that say no no, no we want to mandate 60 on the on the platform um are we going to have that kind of well the games look better on the playstation they don't feel better to play It'd be interesting to see what happens in that dynamic. It's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting time. I don't I don't think the mandate a mandate will ever be. Well, like they've tried mandating something. Before, Phil yeah. Spencer hands down from above. No, I think. What oh, he could he is, could mandate for the first party studios. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's probably that's what probably could happen, and honestly, what should happen. Yeah, but uh, I think uh, the whole useless debate of 
fucking oh uncharted 4 looks like one of the best games of the generation and that's because it runs at 30 fps it's like no TL, uh, the last of us remastered looks fucking glorious and that runs that's... at 60 fps Mm. So, fuck yourself, right? <laughs> well, all right then. 60 hey, FPS. Hey, Shadow, Shadow of the Tomb the Raider looks unreal at 60. Yeah. And uh, not exactly. Shadow. Uh, Rise. Rise of the Tomb Raider looks unreal. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely loved it's, it. Um, 60 FPS is king. Sorry. No, I agree. Wholeheartedly agree. I've got a, a good hot take here. Now, this was a whole thread. This was a whole thread of hot take. Um, so, I can't read the whole thing because this guy went all out, right? But to give you an idea of uh, of what this post was called, the thread title was uh, "I don't like Microsoft." And oh, that the one. thread it didn't got, last very long. Got and and the thread was locked. But whoo there's some good stuff in this. So I'm just going to cherry pick, <laughs> cherry pick some uh, some some stuff. Some, some so juicy this is bits. this is a good one. I I don't I disliked what happened with Rare, Microsoft, and Nintendo. It benefited no one. The studio known for classics was decimated. The talent and the IP. How are people still holding on to that? They're Jesus. still clinging on to that. Like I, I love new rare, and and the fact is that they don't want to work on their old stuff. There's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't mean, you know, I'd much rather they be doing what they want to do because if your talent is forced to work on an IP, they're gonna fuck off anyway if they don't get to be creatively what they want to be doing. But this this is my favorite bit. I don't like paying for internet. Xbox Live started this precedent and it was only because of Xbox One's massive failure that Sony got away with charging for PS Plus. That is like a stupid sentence. Like, like that is dumb. Like genuinely dumb. Well, he, the, I can't even I can't even begin to take that one apart. Like yes, Xbox Live started the precedent because it was an impressive service that was worth the money. Mm. And PlayStation then realised how big online got and were like, yeah, we need some of that cash. It's nothing to do with the fact that Microsoft charged for it. It's just they, they wanted to make some money. It's just... Hmm. It's really infuriating. I still think, though, that... Um, I think Xbox will go free free multiplayer next gen. I think they'll do it as well. There'll be a big banner announcement well. with the console launch. Because that'll be quite a bomb with their with their PC happens. Xbox merge of, of yeah, systems. That's the thing. It isn't fair. You know, you can choose to subscribe to Gold, and maybe it will give you some perks, like it will give you more than four player party chat, and it will give you free games per month. Like free is in free, not three is in the number three. Um, but multiplayer should be free. I don't disagree with that. Um, there's a lot of other things in it. I don't like the Xbox One sad. I think it's a massive failure that can't be read into. No, whatsoever. he didn't say sad. He said saved. There's an E at the he end. He said saved. saved. I don't know what the E is for. Um, the Chardé. <laughs> the yeah, Digital edition. edition. Oh, uh, fair edition. enough. Fair enough. That's what the edition The Like I know what it's for, but it looks dumb. Yeah. Spelled as an acronym. There's some great stuff in it. Microsoft totally missed the boat on cell phones. Yes. They did. Okay. Like, this guy's just genuinely ragging on Microsoft for ages. And I love the mod's response. This thread doesn't seem like it would foster productive or civil discussion. <laughs> Closed. <laughs> so yeah, that was a, that was an entertaining read for all of five minutes. But there you go. Um, I don't have too much on the hot take section today. I think the internet's obviously been quite quiet, but I know we've covered some of the some of the other crazy things on the internet this week, like the Ublitz stuff. Um, so yeah. I guess that leaves so, um, us. 
And that's anyone else who's got Are one? we killing some babies? Yeah, we're getting... Fun on. You got any more babies no, for us to no kill? No babies. <laughs> no babies being killed today. Okay, what, what, <laughs> what are we killing? So what... Uh, we're going to be killing a bunch of games, though, for sure. Oh, okay. It's going to be... Uh, we're going to be making a top five of our most... And it's, this is the most official, like the last podcast. The most official list we can officially make. Officially. Officially. For our top five most anticipated <laughs> games. You know, either this year or next year, whatever. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna give you. I'm. I'm gonna reveal the games one by one, and there's only five slots to be taken up out of ten games. But I'm gonna reveal the games one by one, and if you decide to keep the game on the list, then it's locked in. You can't oh. remove it. You can't change it. So as you go along, you gotta decide if you're gonna keep the game or scrap it okay and you don't know what's coming what? up okay okay did we already do anticipated games last time no we did uh that was for e3 that was e3 specific it was e3. oh yeah. e3 yeah. okay e3 so specific. this is this right. is across the across the board right yeah okay and this is only you know wink wink nudge nudge xbox exclusives so you'll see in a second why i say that so the first game oh and once and again i have a shield so once there's three <laughs> games left <laughs> I'm going to protect one of those games, so then it's in the top two. Oh, okay, okay. Are we going to take turns uh, picking and choose, choosing which one stays? No, which it's, it's open. It's, it's an open, open, open uh, table discussion. All right. Right. Okay. All right, so remember, five games you got to keep. First game on the list. Oh, and also, I, gotta, I had to come up with a revive power. So if you guys take a game off of the list, I can revive it. For one, uh, for one elimination. Okay. And then you can eliminate it again. Okay. All right. Okay. I All like right. these games. You're trying to so save your ass on the last one, huh? Because we fucking got rid of your no, favorite. No, 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 no. Okay. First game. <laughs> battle toads. <laughs> Motherfucker. We gotta kill battle toads again, right? <laughs> first game is battle toads. <laughs> it's gone. Bye. <laughs> yeah, it's not going. Bye. Oh, All right. I'm gonna resurrect it. <laughs> I'm coming back. <laughs> I feel this game is staged. <laughs> this game's rigged. I, I swear, don't like these I odds. I you, the revive power was totally not staged. I swear. <laughs> so you've used the only All revive right. on Battle Times. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So it's revived for one round. So the next game, if you want to uh, keep it on the list or eliminate it, is uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield. You know, one of the most anticipated Xbox exclusives coming up this year. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's not a game for me. I, I have no interest in Pokemon. Any? Oh, me? I, I'm hanging for Pokemon. All right. I've been uh, waiting yeah, for I a like Pokemon, Pokemon console I, game I'm for 20 years. I'm outvoted then, so I guess it's going on the list. Do you want to keep it on the list? Is it keeping on the list? Yeah. yeah. Vote of three All to right. one. Yep. <laughs> All right, so first game is Battle... Uh, I was going to say Battletoads. Damn. <laughs> Pokemon... <laughs> Pokemon is Pokemon on the Sword list. and Shield. <laughs> All right, next game yep. is Battletoads again. Let's do it. Gone. It's, it's still not on the list. Nah, fuck it off. God damn it. You should have saved that revive, bro. You knew it wasn't going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> it totally wasn't staged, though. I'll tell you. All right, next game after that is Ori and the Will of the Wisps. I, That's the third David, game. I will that put I'm, that I'm on my it. list, 100%. Yep. I, I uh, can't sure. Wait, can't wait for yep, that game. Lock it in. Lock that shit in. All right. So, number one is Pokemon. Number two is Ori. All right, the, the next game is Doom Eternal. Yep. Mm, nah, I'm not chomping at nah, the Nah, not really. Play not it. feeling it. I, I, won't, I won't put it on my really? list. I mean, I'm looking I'll probably buy it on a sale later. You only have but... three spots left, and this is number four. Yeah, I'm, I'm not putting it on. 
Yeah, no, no. It is, it is going to come to Game Pass. Yeah. All right. So it's gone. Uh, next game, number five, is Flight Simulator. No, it's not going on the list. No. It's not most anticipated no. for me. No way. I mean, no, it's yeah, a curio no. at best. It's an interesting title, but no. Okay, toss aside. <laughs> number six, Luigi's Mansion 3. <laughs> no. No. Are no. we Nintendo era now? <laughs> no. <laughs> what do you mean? This is going to be on Xbox. Xbox Live. Yeah. It's going to be on a Nintendo Switch Game Pass with Xbox Live for cheapness. Yeah, sure. All right. <laughs> so we still only have two games on the list, which is Pokemon and Ori. Number seven is Control. No. Mm. Yeah, I, I no? think I put it on looks the list. Boring. I'm pretty mad on that. Yeah. Yeah, it looks right. boring. I think I think it's. I think Remedy. It feels like a kind of weird Alan Wake, uh, Quantum Break, weird semi sequel. I don't know. I, but I, I'm certainly not like super hyped to play it. I've heard it's a bit of a Metroidvania no. type thing that's what got me interested in that it's gonna be uh metroidvania i will definitely give it a go but if it comes to game pass or if it's on a really good sale i'm not like super hyped to jump on the bandwagon no so that's i don't know personally i love the vibes of it and i like how it has like um i don't know if they have different weapons or if they said it's only one gun but you can upgrade it and change it around yeah you can like add different perks to it or something like that yeah all right it looks cool but so it's cut it's cut (laughs) Yep. All right. Cut it. Now, I should note that you don't have to make it top five. If it's only going to be top two, that's fine. Top three, whatever. It's okay. A game doesn't have to be on the list because we only have three games left, but you'll see why. So, number eight, Link's Awakening. I. Oh. Uh, not really. Oh, my God. Oh. Not really. Uh, um. <laughs> I've got Tunic coming. I want Tunic. Tunic, tunic looks does great. Look good. Yeah, can we put Tunic on there instead? Can we substitute? Yeah, yeah substitute Tunic. Stick Tunic on the <laughs> list. Right. Tunic's locked tunic in. Tunic is number three. We're, we're putting a, a wild card yes, here. Yes, wild card. <laughs> <laughs> number nine, Breath of the Wild 2. I, I, no. I... I flat no dislikes breath. A flat no, Jesus Lord. Really? Yeah. Yeah, no. I I'm I'm I'll look forward to that one. Yeah. That's two to one. So. Off Wait, the list. sick. You said no. I I I disliked Breath of the Wild. Same. I I liked it in what, that like I was like, ooh, but then it fell into every other open world game, and then they put in that bizarre weapon. <sighs> destructive mechanic that made me have to fucking hot swap out constantly and then I gave up. That's the only part I, yeah. I that's the only part I didn't like about Breath of the Wild. I just the weapon the weapon what? degradation pissed me off. That's just stupid. Gimme give gimme give yeah. guns weapons that last. But yeah. I, I admired it from a development perspective, so I certainly wouldn't take it away if you guys wanted to put it on the list. Um, but it's definitely not my kind of game. See, this is all an experiment just to gauge interest. I've noticed there's no PlayStation yeah. exclusives in on Nintendo this list. Era. <laughs> trying to trying to cross over. The official no, crossover. I know we have we have PlayStation's number one fan over there, uh, Mr. Ed. Yeah, yeah, big big keen. <laughs> all right, and the last game is uh, Gears Pop. 
Not even Gears Tactics? What is this fucking list, dude? What? <laughs> is this Where's, like, like is this Last like... of Us? Where is Cyberpunk? Where is... Where... Oh, is this a joke? Is this... Am I being punked? Where's the camera? Hold on. Where's the camera? Oh, it's right there. People watching this right now, you think the joke is on you guys. But in reality, everybody who's watching this is so disappointed with you guys right now. Are they? No Zelda game on the list? What the hell is going on? Mm, there's Tunic. There's Tunic's on the list. That counts. That counts as an unofficial. Tunic, Tunic yeah, is a Zelda a, that, game. That's a, that's a Zelda. Tunic is right. a Zelda game. It's just not called Zelda. It's probably going to be better than the latest Zelda, to be honest. And it's developed by one guy. Um, yeah, I played it. At, I played it at um, PAX Australia last it year. It's fucking cool as. Well, I'm definitely it was so good. Definitely looking forward to it. I it was so so good. I wonder if it's. You guys and I'm interested. I'm interested because I got a funny feeling. There's a reason for it, but there's no English text involved. No, I like that. All the text is in a made-up language. Wow. Like yeah. hieroglyphs or script or something. And, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see what the deal is with that. But didn't stop me from figuring out what was going on. But, yeah, the game is interesting. really fun. I wonder if cool. that's going to be like a launch and title. And Nintendo stole his art style, too. Launch title for the next-gen console, I wonder. Yeah, he's leaving it late. If it's coming out this gen, he's leaving it very late. Yeah, I wonder if he'll just port it to the Scarlet and then just like up it so it's four K sixty constantly or whatever. Mm. Yeah. When was it that we first saw it? It was twenty seventeen, <coughs> was it? Twenty eighteen, maybe earlier. It was only last year. Yeah, it was last year. No, no, no. It was earlier than that. Was it? Yeah. You sure? Yep. Okay. Yep. I'll take your word for it. Yeah. So I think that. Well, there you have it. The official list is Pokemon, Ori, and Tunic. Uh, Doom Eternal got the axe. Battletoads. I was expecting. Uh, I was Flight expecting Simulator. more games on this list. <laughs> so what? Uh, so hold on. So why didn't list, games so like Cyberpunk right get now. mentioned? Of course, it gets mentioned everywhere. You got to give other games a chance. You know, other Xbox exclusives. You know, like Luigi's Mansion. But I see there's no interest there at all whatsoever. So, so then why see, I didn't agree so to be on the Nintendo Wear podcast, why which died why by the way. Why doesn't Doom get in if there's That's, two this spots? This is Doom. Doom? Like, it's, I don't understand you guys. I just don't get it. Why doesn't Doom get in if there's still two spots? Because you guys already asked it. You cut. You yeah, played your cards too early. No, there's no revival. If you want, we, we no, can no, do Doom and Battle The other two idiots did. I didn't axe it. I've got great taste in games. I didn't axe it. <laughs> yeah, sure. See, people who think they have great taste in games say they have great taste in games, and then when you look at the games they play, you're like, "Oh, this is what you mean by taste." <laughs> oh, so hard. <laughs> That's uh. But uh, I'm more on Doom though. You know, you bring up uh, Ed. How earlier you said you're more into deathmatch. How do you feel that Doom is not going to have deathmatch, like standard deathmatch? It's not. Did you know uh, about well, this? I don't know. I wasn't a massive fan of Doom's multiplayer in the 2016 game, so. No, but I'm, I, I was thinking more along the lines of as a, a Halo fan, you know, there's no arena shooters out that are that can take the stage again, <laughs> aside from Halo. Um, I was hoping okay. for Doom to fill that niche. Do you know? But... Do you know what? I, when I saw Doom Eternal, do you know oh. what I was reminded of when I watched it? I thought this what? gameplay reveal looks a lot like Halo Five, with a with a grapple. Yeah. Like it had clamber. Mm. It had this kind of boost mechanic. The only thing that was different was the was the uh, grappling 
sort of hookshot type thing. And people clamored for it. Yet when Halo does it, it's like... How many years did people ask for Sprint? And then when we get Sprint, yeah, I, everybody hates it by the next yeah, game. I, uh, and by the way, Modern Warfare this year kind of has its own take on arena with uh gunfight yeah i saw gunfight i like the look of it as well i watched the multiplayer reveal. looks awesome it does look fun what you mean the, the 2v2 like fiesta mode yeah much honestly they maps. need a 3v3 to bring back face off entirely because mm. face off and modern i'd even take four I'd, I'd take 4v4 with modern warfare as well mm. 4v4 would be limited to the competitive mode though like i think i think 3v3s would be great face the face off yeah, the face off playlist and modern warfare 3 were like the best playlist in the game by far like i definitely appreciate smaller game types excited for modern warfare 3 that was a good game yeah Yeah. do you guys ever miss like 2v2s 3v3 modes i I love yeah all the time it's my fave those are some of my best my my favorite modes in halo are the uh, doubles 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 in halo was really good i was level 48 i think 47 or 48 in doubles no, yeah. no. I was level Whether forty-six Slayer or in, in, in in doubles in Halo. Level forty-eight in Slayer, but doubles for me. When I used to work night shifts, I had a friend of mine that used to work in a taxi rank, and he would work up until like midnight, and then he would. We, but I would be staying up, so he'd get home, and we would just game until eight a.m. so that I could prep myself for the night shift. So many fond mm-hmm. memories of double teams games and amazing comebacks where we, you know, I, I always say that I'd go through the five stages of Halo Rage, which would be like. I'm fucking hyped to play and then it was like fuck this shit and then it was like oh I don't even care anymore I'm disinterested and then it was like really despondent kind of oh should we just quit and then it was engage the rage and that's when my game would come on and I'd lean forward and I'd be good again but yeah fond memories of those 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 times gone by but is Halo still relevant yeah yeah it's relevant (laughs) it's relevant that's a discussion for another podcast we'll we'll close it there (laughs) Halo's still relevant um, I think next time your game should be uh, rank rank the Halo campaigns or, or do something like that. Rank rank the best campaigns out of like five franchises or something like that. That would be an interesting one to do because you could pick from a bunch yeah. of franchises. Anyway. And of course, anyone listening or watching, if you have suggestions, always, you know, shoot them out there. Shout them out. Interact. We try to we try to interact as much as we can. Indeed. So. Yep. so yeah don't forget to uh follow us on twitter the xbox era thank you for joining us again for another exciting episode of the xbox era podcast i'm gonna go and deal with my kids fun Night's gonna go to bed Cairo's I'm probably going gonna to go to bed ed's got his family bed, it sounds really nice house. right now so, <laughs> adios see you later take care bye everyone